a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Production Chris here. Thank you so much for listening to our show for Light and Dice. Uh, it's been a huge privilege to run this game and do this podcast with all these amazing players, and I'm so looking forward to going on more adventures with them. Uh, just to let you know, we have passed 500 downloads in our first month. That is so huge for us, and I really want to take a moment to appreciate all of you who is listening to us. Um, I never imagined so many people would start listening to us so quickly. And on behalf of all the players and myself, thank you very, very much. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to For Light and Dice. We've been so having so much fun uh, doing this game together and having folks uh, give, give us all this really awesome feedback. So we really appreciate it. And just a reminder, you can subscribe to our podcast and even more importantly, leave a review. We would really appreciate that. I'm Chris. I am the game master, though... Uh, quite frankly, I'm also a member of the audience as well, because I feel like with these group of players, they just take the ball and roll with it. And uh, just, uh, you know, because we haven't sp- explicitly stated this, um, this game does function under what if rules. What that means is that, like, we're going to try to honor canon, but the chaoticness of this group is at such where I'm expecting at some point we're just going to break the story and create our own little multiversal Star Wars story. So just to, just to give everybody a heads up on that. Uh, with that said, um, uh, let's uh, inter- introduce our, reintroduce our players real quick. Hope, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, my name is Hope. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Gaz, whose pronouns are also she, her. Awesome. Nathan? Yeah, my name is Nathan. My pronouns are they, them, uh, and I am playing Zero, uh, the droid whose pronouns are also they, them. Colton? Howdy, howdy. Uh, my name's Colton. Uh, I go by he or they. I'm not too terribly uh, picky about it. And then um, I'm playing uh, IA1N, um, who goes by uh, any pronouns. So. And Jess? Hi, I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. I'm playing Lysander, and he goes by he, him. And last but certainly not least, Charles. Hi, I'm Charles. Uh, My pronouns are he, him. I play Wynn, the Duros pilot, and their pronouns are he, they. Awesome. Um, I forgot to say my pronouns. I am he, him, but in game, I am everyone because I'm playing all the NPCs. <laughs> um, so uh, right before we jump back into the story, just a quick reminder, you can follow us on Twitter for Light and Dice, at For Light and Dice. Uh, we're also going to be launching a Tiki Talk soon, so yay. Um, yeah, I know. I'm setting that up and ugh, TikTok, but it, the kids like it, so what are you going to do? Um, all right. 
So let's get right back into it. This game session represents essentially the third episode of a four episode arc. We left off our heroes uh, after a, well, let's just say a kidnapping took place. <laughs> and uh, our our heroes are in hyperspace about to reach now Hutta. And with that said, uh, you are back on the ship. Uh, Gonk is... Gonk is in the storage area just saying Gonk and kind of sitting there. Uh, he is recharging off the ship. And the ship alarm uh, sings in the cockpit, uh, alerting everyone that you're about to drop out of hyperspace. And just as a reminder, didn't Zero give their paper crown to Gonk? Yes. Okay, I, I, gave, I gave the paper crown to Gonk and uh, uh, named them first mate. Okay, cool. Um, so I am sort of crouched down by Gonk, uh, just like saying random words and just trying to garner a response to try to figure out if I can determine like subtleties in the different Gonks to try to uh, learn how to communicate with Gonk. Um, yeah, you, you, you've been spending the last few hours with Gonk and there are like very slight variations in the way Gonk says Gonk. And you're starting to get, it, not necessarily what they're actually saying, but more like general emotional expression. You can tell when the Gonk is happy or sad or curious, but that's kind of where you're at with understanding them so far. Excellent. And it says Gonk. Gonk. Uh, so, you do you you all do recall that when you received the box and you were leaving Coruscant, you received the coordinates to Nauhada. So so as the ship, I'm assuming when uh, takes the ship out of hyperspace when the ship says, "Hey, we're here." <laughs> yes, but first, uh, first when looks down at the computer and mutters, "Ah, I almost understood that one." <laughs> um. But this time, as you do drop the ship out of hyperspace, there is no signal. And you are staring directly at the murky swamp planet of now Hutta. There are large uh, capital ships in orbit, which aren't necessarily fully functioning. Some of them aren't fully functioning ships. They are in instead casinos. They have very bright uh, neon uh, signs that flash every which way, beams of light shooting out, trying to grab your attention. Uh, signs in Orabesh and Huddies telling, uh, calling themselves various names, offering free drinks, uh, the best deals, the best gambling, etc. And ships are, uh, smaller ships are flying every which way all around you, trying to reach different, different of these casino ships. I said that wrong. Oh, that's fine. Clarification question: Did we ever get the name of who we're supposed to meet, or do we not know? You do not know. Okay, cool. So Gaz just comes up into the cockpit with her, with Sasha on her back and just pokes her head in. So when do we know who we're supposed to be meeting? There's no signal that I can tell right now, and I certainly didn't get a name. Not that, uh, Wick, Wicker? I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> Not that that guy would have been very forthcoming with it anyway. Uh, one in, you got anything? Because I'm not getting any sort of signal. I don't. 
Thank you for your help. Of course. I activate the the ship comms and I I weigh in and say, uh, Gonk says Gonk. Gonk. Aww. I like her so much, Gonk. Wen reaches up to massage a giant temple slowly with their middle finger. (laughs) I love our new baby. We need to get him a tiny poncho. You seem to be doing that a lot, Wynn. Do you require medical assistance? I do not require any drugs we got on this ship. Trust me. They're not strong enough. We have (laughs) drugs? Understood. Where? Where are the trucks? Uh, while this is going on, um, Wynn is kind of flipping around just between various signals. Uh, they don't really understand what comm displays they're looking at, but presumably at this point they, they know how to cycle through the comm, trying to see if anyone potentially is hailing them or trying to see if they're getting any sort of direction from where to go next. Uh, the, the There are a lot of transmissions flying every which way around here. There's so many ships, uh, so many larger capital ships. It's, you know, it's like going from uh, a regular... Oh, this the reference is too old for y'all. It's going from, like, regular cable... Having regular cable channels to, like, satellite TV where you have, like, thousands of channels. You don't even know where to start. Maybe we should land somewhere and just see what we can find. Ask around. Uh, Zero, can you make me a technology... Uh, no. Yeah, uh, either a technology or just a straight-up intelligence roll. I can do that. Uh, let me pull up my stat here. Of course, the page is refreshing. <laughs> Gotta love that technology. Um, okay, technology. I believe is a plus... Uh... One. All right. Cool. That is a three. Yeah, you have no. Uh. Uh. Okay. Uh. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. Gonk. Uh. Starts to waddle over towards the box, and s- stands right next to it and says, "Gonk." Can I? Uh read the sort of emotion behind that gonk? Uh, make an insight roll. Okay. While Nathan is rolling, um, I just wanted to say that in the downtime of us traveling through hyperspace, like, Gauz has cleaned up the box and has put a little bow on it. So it looks nice and, like, nice and clean and fresh. Uh, can you make an investigation roll, Gauz? Oh, shit. Yeah, sure. You're, well, Nathan, you roll first. Yeah. That is another three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Gonk just moved and is saying Gonk for no reason. Awesome. We're, we're, this is going to be a good day. Good yeah, session. great, yeah, great day. Great. I'm <laughs> off to a wonderful start. I also rolled a, I rolled a four. All right. <laughs> yeah, I so... just Colton losing it over there. <laughs> we're off to such a great start today. <laughs> this will be it's fine. Be We're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure the huts aren't vindictive people. We're all gonna die. Lysander hates that cause. It's being so nice to this box. 
his name is Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Lysander, you continue to get like the it whenever you get closer to the box, that those whispers and the feeling of cold, you know, summons back into your body and you just don't get a good feeling from it. And no one has noticed that I opened it, right? Nope. Wonderful. Just just making sure. Nope. Yeah, so when you're not getting a signal, um, uh, you know, uh, you you could probably figure out a, a bunch of different uh, landing uh, landing spots on the planet, but which one? Um, I was just about to ask, based on uh, my my previous experience with smuggling, uh, would when be able to parse out? whether it would be a better idea to land on one of the casino ships or to go down to the planet to try to figure out the one that would put them in the least amount of debt. <laughs> okay, can you make me a lore roll then? Sure. That's going to be a 12 on the lore roll. Um you know, you, you're, think, you're, you're thinking about it. There is literally so many places you can go here. Um, are you supposed to meet on a casino ship? Are you supposed to meet on one of the other ships, like a supply ship? Or on the planet, there's any number of landing pads, including ones that aren't officially marked on the map that you know of that you wouldn't have to pay for. But now HUD is not a small world. Where do you go? And and that there's there's to you, there's something off about this situation. You should be getting more data, but you're not, and you don't know why. I'm gonna take the ship to a smuggler's landing pad. It won't be close to anything, but it's somewhere to put down till we figure out what's going on. Probably a safe idea. Good job. I got a bad feeling about this. And they uh, start to move the ship towards the planet. All right, make me a pilot check, please. Oof. Mm. That is a six. Okay. Uh, so and I, I want I want to take a minute to educate our our listeners on the importance of paying attention to your proficiencies and modifiers because that would have been a natural one without the various proficiency dies and modifiers. Yeah, and, and generally... Always pay attention to your character sheet. <laughs> and you generally want to get above a 10 on any given roll. So with that said, you start you start to embark towards the actual planet. And as soon as you enter atmosphere, the, uh, the, air, the particular layer of atmosphere you enter is very violent. The entire ship begins to shake and you all are jostled around. Can everybody make me dexterity saving throws? That's a four. At least I seem to be able to roll well today. That is a 21. Hey, I got a 17. Wow. You're looking for uh, 11s or higher. Hey, I got an 11. I got a nine. Okay. So if you didn't pass, uh, you're jostled around violently. Uh, uh, If you're sitting down, uh, you're still like shifted around and it's not comfortable. You're starting to feel very nauseated. And if you're standing, you fall down. Gonk, uh, Gonk tips over. Oh, 
no! <laughs> um, and uh, luckily, though, this gonk droid does have little tiny little arms on the side, so it's able to get itself back up. Uh, but yeah, the the ship is shifting around. Uh, all of a sudden, a bolt of lightning strikes into the ship, and all the computer uh, screens start sparking up, and electricity surges through all the control panels. And when you've lost control of the ship, and it is currently crashing. Correct. Um, I will. Am I in the? I forget where I am currently on the ship. Uh, uh the car, the cargo hold with the uh, gunk and the box. Okay. Uh, I will. I assume I feel the ship like lurch and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Well, you and gunk tips over. Right. 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 So I will take that as a cue that something is wrong and go to the uh, engine room. Um, Gaz uh, was at the cockpit door and she's just hanging on to it and she just yells, when, what do we need to do? We need to figure out how to crash as best as possible. We're crashing? I thought you were good at piloting. I am, uh the ship's not good at flying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very young. <laughs> Please do not crash this ship. <laughs> and I, as we're sort of um, approaching this planet um, in a less than controlled manner, um, can I sort of uh, get a get a layout of where we're gonna land so I might better direct our wondrous pilot to uh, take us there instead of somewhere else? Sure, you can make either a technology roll or a survival roll. Um, well, I have a zero in technology and a negative one in survival, so I'm going to roll technology. Nice. Uh, that is an 11. Uh, you are landing or crashing uh, into a very large swamp area. There doesn't appear to be any civilization nearby, uh, but the, gr the ground should be soft. That was that was what I was hoping for. Soft ground, if nothing else. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, once I get to the engine room, I'd like to like do an investigation check or something to try to determine uh, if there's anything wrong back uh, in the engine room. Yeah, um, it, you can do investigation or technology. A lot of technology. It's Star Wars. They're the same for me. So. Oh, uh, a clarifying question. Did we get a long rest while we were in hyperspace? Uh, yes, you did. So Fantastic. if you, I, I think one of you took damage last game, so you're fully healed. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, uh, so in this system, there are uh, two types of resting. One is a short rest and one is a long rest. When you take a short rest, you get some of your hit points back if you uh, take damage, um, but not all of your skills refresh. If you long rest, that's like an eight-hour sleep or something like that, then everything miraculously is healed and is fixed. Uh, and we make we make jokes about that because, like in my D and D games, you have characters with their arms getting cut off, and then the next day they miraculously regrow. That's kind of the joke. Um, but in Star in the Star Wars rules, there are specific things that can happen. Where, for example, if you do get your arm cut off, not that that ever happens in Star Wars, uh, it won't grow back unless, of course, you're a certain species. Yeah, and cool. I think on your, like, species information, there should be some sort of information about how long your your race needs to rest to yeah. qualify for a long rest. 
Ah, yeah. I learned yeah. a thing. And I believe specifically, like droids, for example, they have to actually recharge, not just rest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, this yeah. droid uh, rolled a six on their technology roll, so. Uh, you think something's wrong with the ship, but it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Wen, can you make me another pilot roll? As you are flying out of a thick layer of clouds, you can start to see the ground below, large ponds of swamp covered by, uh, uh, with mud hills dotted every 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 so often, um, and strange-looking vine-like trees. Would I be able to help out, since I kind of got, like, a lay of the land, like, what's the softest mud in the immediate area to, uh, park this here, uh, wreck? If you rolled a little bit higher, I would have allowed it, but okay. um, unfortunately, you can just say, you can tell when, you can crash anywhere. Can I try to help Zero see what's happening to the ship? Yeah, sure. How, uh, what do you want to do? I just want to, I guess, what is Zero doing technically? Okay. Uh, you can do a technology roll or I already made my roll, but I'm holding off on saying what it is until... Uh until the, the others have acted. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Zero is just in the engine room, just, like, staring. What at, does a, a 24 get me? Damn! Wow. Uh, uh, the 24 gets you. Uh, the ship has temporarily shorted out due to the blast of, of energy. Um, it is already rebooting, so it's fine. But unfortunately, uh, due to the way you entered the, the planet... Uh, gravity is kind of taken over at this point. I relay that to the others because I'm not repeating it. <laughs> I would like to uh, pause here for a minute because I, I was looking for the proficiency rules that we were using last time uh, and I was not able to find them. Uh, I do see a plus two proficiency modifier on my sheet, so I would like once again to get some clarity on the proficiency rules. Sure. Um, is it that you you add your proficiency bonus to your roll to the standard check bonus, or uh, do you roll the, the proficiency dice every time? Uh, good question. So the character sheet you are using should have already added a proficiency bonus into your skill check if you're proficient in that skill. All right. It looks like it did not uh, because it looks like my proficiency bonus is plus two. Okay. And my piloting is the same as everything else in intelligence. Uh, but okay. last time I, think, I had... Isn't piloting a dexterity-based skill? It is under intelligence. Oh, well, okay, so your intelligence modifier is plus two? Uh, it's right? plus three. Plus three, And then so... I have a plus two proficiency bonus, and last time I had found something about, is it the superiority die? Yeah. Or proficiency die? Something like that, that I had been... Where you add a d6. Using. You add a d6, yeah, and I can't find that anymore. Okay. Um, so yeah, you would have to add your proficiency to it, which is weird that the character sheet didn't do that for you. Um, and then, yeah, that, that rule, that superior, superiority die, you can decide after you roll whether or not you want to add a d6 to the roll. If it's, and, uh, really and do I only get one of those per session? Uh, one, uh, one per long rest. One per long rest. Gotcha. Okay. 
All right. So with the with that rule clarified, uh, thank you, Chris. That puts my piloting check <laughs> at a seventeen. Uh, the the ship is barreling towards the ground, and when you give it your all, trying to adjust the course of the ship, and at the very last moment, you're able to level the ship off, and you go skidding across uh, the water like uh, a skipping stone, and you slide onto basically a plot of mud, and the ship stops moving. Another happy landing. Gaz is hugging the back of one inch chair. And just kind of like shakily, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wouldn't agree with that one end, but sure. Well, I'm gonna go take a look at the damage. If Zero, we landed, but... if we landed in mud, the good news is mud is probably not ripped off the entire bottom part of the ship. You know, probably. What and wind we... begins to rise from the chair. What if we sink into the mud? Are we going to be able to get out? If we have enough shovels. <laughs> Zero rushes to make sure Gonk is okay. Uh, Gonk says, Gonk. I feel your pain. <laughs> As Wynn is exiting the cockpit, they turn to one in. Do what you can, but if you can keep an eye on the comms, we still don't know who we're supposed to meet and where. We may also, when pauses at the door and thinks for a moment, on a normal planet, we should call for help. But this is the huts, and I have student loans. <laughs> oh dear. I didn't know you went to school. When does not uh, address Lysander, but instead turns and starts towards the emergency uh, emergency hatch. Uh, one is there an emergency hatch toward the top of the ship? I'm assuming like the Falcon has. I see it. Yeah, yeah, because you don't you don't have the landing gears enabled, so you can't use the ramp. Right. So when starts toward that. Okay. Do you need a Do you need a hand? Yeah, it could be helpful. Baby boy, you want to come help? Mm. I mean, you can say no. It's fine. I have my gun. I'll stay in here then. All right. Gosh, just sling Sasha back on her back and follows Wed. I feel much better with the gun. Oh, good. You won't when you know that I'm not a good shot. That's why I said I feel much better with the gun. No, no, you you don't get to touch my Sasha. Oh no, I got my own. Okay. When Pat's the light pistol. Uh, uh Gonk once again waddles back over towards the box and his le little tiny left arm taps the box uh, twice. Gonk, Gonk, what are you doing? Gonk. I try to pull Gonk away from that box. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't touch that. Uh, uh, Lysander, can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? Oh, okay. Sure. Um, 22. Uh, 
the the whispers intensify to all out shouting in your mind. You suddenly see a vision of a great hall where it has no walls, just void, just darkness. And there are all these people screaming and cheering and chanting. And you feel you feel revelry, but also anger and hatred. And then the vision the vision leaves your mind. Lysander just kind of like falls over and is gripping his head like, oh my god. What what was that? Uh, oh. do, do you require assistance? Is this normal for humans to do? No, uh I don't I don't know how to explain what I just saw. I feel like I'm going crazy. Uh Zero will sort of awkwardly just like bend over and offer you a hand to help you up. My sander takes their their hand then. It's just like mm -hmm. we need to get this box out of here. One end, is there anything going on on the comms? Anyone trying to contact us? Something. Let me check. Uh, and I'm going to uh, check the comms. I'm also going to see if I can't like trace the signal back to its source, if that's um, something that's possible. Uh, you can either make a lore check or a technology check. Um, I have the same uh, in both, so let's say lore, because technology uh, has not been rolling well this uh, here session. That's fair. Uh oh, that's a nineteen. Uh, so now that you're down on the on the planet surface, there's a lot less signals to to sift through, and you also are checking the records of of the ship's logs, and you notice that ever since you have brought the box on board and left for Coruscant, there was a slight signal coming from the box, but then it suddenly stopped uh, shortly after y'all landed at the diner. Uh. DM, I investigate the box. Okay. Um, that That's is investigation. A... Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, a sixteen. It looks like the seal on the box has been broken, and it got shorted out. The uh, uh, transmission circuits are fried. We might have a slight issue. I'm gonna say over the the comms. What's what's wrong? The box has been shorted out, and the transmission circuits seem to have failed, which is my hypothesis, why we are no longer getting a signal from Malhutta. How is that possible? No one has opened that box, right? As far as I know. Definitely not. <laughs> Gauze? Sorry, Gaz has a cheese in her mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, she just calls over the comm. Yeah. Have you opened this box? No, I've just poured water into the air holes to try and give Jerry water, but I haven't opened it. Why? <laughs> One end said it's short-circuited, and that's why we're not getting any transmissions. Oh my god. 
Did I short circuit it with the water? The whole, the the uh, only possible explanation. The box is a box. Box boxes don't short circuit. The seal is, is broken, so someone has opened this box. I've never opened it though. Well, it wasn't me, and one in was with me most of the time. Craig, God, I need them to read this stupid shit. <laughs> Craig, I'm sorry uh, if it was me. I'm. Uh, we'll we'll fix it. You said it stopped somewhere when we were stopped at the the truck station. Like I have a I have a time window. Yeah, yeah. That zero. Yes, this is your captain speaking. I have some questions, if you don't mind me asking them. Of course, I encourage an open forum on my ship. Excellent. What were you doing alone on the ship when it seems like that was when the signal stopped? Did you do something you weren't supposed to? Uh, I... I was, um, uh, you know, I think that's when I met Gonk, and we had a lively discussion. I'm going to take that as a yes. Um, no, uh, your captain says you should not take that as a yes. Uh, that's, that's a direct order. Gonk. Your authority is not recognized. All right. So now that this has happened, I I suppose we probably should do plan B. What is plan B? I was hoping we could decide that together. While this is is going on uh, outside the ship, Wynne, who is listening to the comm, but just sort of groaning and rubbing their forehead some more is is taking stock of the damage to the ship uh occasionally um pointing to something and quietly asking gauze uh for her opinion on the matter gauze is currently pissed because zero threw her under the bus (laughs) what do do i need your captain now Actually, we should ask, like, how, how is the ship? Because do, do I need to make checks to determine since uh, yeah, when yeah, is yeah, doing yeah. that while this is going on? Uh, yeah, think, same here. Uh, well, actually, thankfully, because of your uh, skilled landing, the ship, to the, the damage to the ship is extremely minimal. Um, you could probably just take off again if you want. Sounds good. Uh, when when leans over to Gaz and whispers too quietly for the comm to hear, it might have scuffed some paint off. Do not tell the others we need a new paint job. They will be fighting over the color for an hour. I think we need to buy seatbelts first. I agree. (laughs) So, it looks flyable to me? I can get it up, and I can get it to a landing pad. I could get it into space. I wouldn't stake my life on hyperspace unless maybe the Nile were behind us again. All right. Well, here's the calm. Excuse me. I have to go yell at a robot. 
<laughs> she marches back inside looking for zero. Wen watches watches her go and just kind of stands there for a minute and I'll just stay out here for a minute or two. It's nice, quiet, smells like not the inside of the ship. Yeah, uh, just a quick reminder. Now Hutta is an extremely humid swamp planet. It does not feel good at all unless you like that kind of uh, weather. Uh, it's like 100% humidity, 100 degrees. Um, you can, like, like moisture just starts to form on your skin when you're out. Wen is definitely sweating, and physically they are not having a good time. However, it would appear that they would rather spend a few more quiet minutes outside in the humidity than go back inside the ship. The comm, however, is still on so that they can hear what's going on. Okay. All right. So I don't like that roll that you just made. <laughs> I know, right? I was about to start talking. I was like, "Why are we rolling?" Oh yeah, no, no, no nothing happens from my end. Go, go ahead, y'all. Um, it, it's very quick. Gaz just comes in and finds Zero and marches up to them and just kind of like taps her finger into his in, in, into their chest and goes, "I bought you a hat." Look. Okay. Look. I. I'm, I was trying to experiment and, um, well, it didn't work out so great, but the, the box, look, okay, so there's like weird worms and shit in it, um. There are worms, Jerry's a worm? A, a bunch of them, not, it's not one thing, it's like a bunch of them, like, like leeches, sort of, uh. It's very disturbing, um, oh. and, uh, but I, di I didn't, I was just, I found a signal, and I thought that might not be great, and so I, I just gave the box a little bit of a shock. Uh, I was just doing a little Captain Lee experiment. The signal um, was so that we could find the person that we're supposed to give the box to. Okay, okay. In okay. hindsight... I may have made a mistake or two along the way. That's, Gus kind of like takes a deep breath, like like she's been through this before and just exhales. It's all right. We're here now, we can't fix it. Just in the future, you have to communicate with us and tell us, okay? I, I told Gonk. Gonk. Okay. Is that why you're trying to open the box, Gonk? Gonk. Gonk. Gonk, how could you? You betrayed our trust. This isn't Gonk's fault. Leave, leave Gonk out of this. No, Gonk is the first mate. If I must step down due to dishonorable contact, a uh, uh, dishonorable, uh, what, what's the word? Conduct. Conduct. There we go. Conduct. Uh, <laughs> dishonorable conduct. Gonk is the new captain. Stars cricket force. Gonk <gasps> was trying to communicate. It's not our fault that we all don't understand what Gonk is saying. You know what? I will accept that Gonk is the new captain. I will serve as translator for the new captain. Uh, wait, you, you've spoken Gonk this whole time? Yes, I 
am a protocol droid. I speak countless languages. One might say all languages if you read the tag that my character has. <laughs> when when drops back down into the ship through the emergency hatch and brushes themselves off. Did you hear over the comm? We're carrying leeches? I heard that the the gonk droid is the captain, the best choice that this group has made thus far. Other than that, yeah, I I I heard everything. They pointed the box. I don't trust that. I like to know what's on the ship I'm flying. I, I'm, I'm more confused. <laughs> kind of looks over at Lysander. How are a bunch of leeches talking to you? They're doing more than just talking recently, but we can discuss that another time. Well, we're all here now. Zero bends down, removes the hat, and places it on top of Gonk. <laughs> and then oh, just sulks off uh, into the cargo hold. Oh, zero! Gonk? The captain says we should try and repair the box and hopefully get the signal back. And then lie when they ask why the signal was delayed. I mean, we even don't have to lie. We could say it was the pirates we encountered. I like this idea. Thank you. It's the captains. Going to gesture to the, to the gonk droid. When is very quiet as if they are thinking about something. Are you okay? The pirates that we ran into, when pulls out um, a data log and checks it, um, which for, I don't think we've mentioned this in game, but this is actually how I keep my notes. I, I have this in-character data log. When opens the data log, scrolls back to a few days ago and reads for a moment and then says the pirates we encountered that was a pretty suspiciously that's a nice coincidence for them if they wanted the box why would they set up somewhere to grab our ship? There's nothing on it but the box, and they expended a whole Nile ship waiting for us. Why us? Why not a transport? I mean, we do not know that it was specifically targeted. targeting. They, sorry, I just received a slight malfunction. I'm going to try that sentence again. We do not know that they were specifically targeting us. I don't think. I'm not taking notes as well as you are. Um, so it could be a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences personally, but the 
the option is always there. Something fishy is going on here. They, whoever was supposed to meet us, still knew that the ship was coming to Nalhada. Not only did they know the ship was coming to Nalhada, but they have all of our specs. So when the box short-circuited back at the diner and they knew we were at the diner, why didn't they hail us with additional instructions? I do not know, but point of it's order- It's a rhetorical question, one in. Point of order, uh, the huts are slugs, not fish. Quinn <laughs> <laughs> just kind of exhales. I mean, one end isn't wrong about that. They are slugs. Gonk. Barb. Is Jerry baby huts? Is that what we have? Because they're also huts slugs. Are I thought zero, so they're like leeches or, or worms. Huts well, do not start off as like a worm. What are we going to do next? Where are we going? What's the plan? Well, I believe the first step would be to repair the device that currently is broken. Oh. I just... think, I think we should do that. But I also have a sneaking suspicion that something bad will happen when we do. And it's not like Tiny over here is bad feelings when he gets near the box. It's just my spacer's gut talking. But I think that we're something else is going on here. And that we should prepare to either get away or figure out what's happening as soon as we repair that box and let them know where we are. Understood. Yeah, better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. But we all need to be here to make the choice. Let me let me go get Zero. Uh, so. Zero is in the, the cargo hold uh, and is currently um, like essentially in what could be construed as the fetal position, you know, <laughs> however, are um, very much like the pile of scrap that you found them when, uh, when, whenever you first encountered them, uh, and they were a pile of scrap in the cargo hold. Um, they are just lying there in a, a just a, a rusty, noisy uh, bundle. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> um, so, Gas just comes to the door and sees that and just kind of, like, has that little, like, big sister just, like, ugh, smile and just sits down beside them and just starts rubbing their shoulder. Hey. You should be careful. Are you like up to date on all, like all your shots? You could get tetanus from doing that. I'm very rusty. Well, that's why we're gonna get you cleaned. And 
I'm I'm sorry for yelling at you. I'm sorry for throwing you under the bus. I didn't want to appear as a weak captain who makes foolish mistakes. Well, that's why you're a really good captain. It actually is stronger and means more when someone owns up to their mistakes. I, I'm not the captain anymore. Gonk is, is a much better uh, replacement. I'd rather have you as the captain, as I'm pretty sure one end is might slit our throats in our sleep. Well, Don't thankfully... worry about it. <laughs> ah! What are you... What, oh, hello. Did you really just come into the room? <laughs> yes, just to say that line, and then I float away. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't either, but they seem to appreciate Gonk, the true captain, so I suppose they can't be all bad. You know, I will make you a promise. I will move us to a vote to reinstate you as captain, and I promise to have more patience. You, You remind me a lot of my little brothers, which is why I lost my cool. Oh. But I know you're still learning and getting your memories back, so I shouldn't have yelled. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen, but uh, I am glad to be making these new memories with a crew like you. Aww. Um, <laughs> I suppose I should get up off the ground. Here, I'll, I'll help. <laughs> yeah, zero weighs like over five hundred pounds, so yep. it, it's oh not... my god, yeah. <laughs> and and I should say my strength is negative one, so the whole time I'm just like <laughs> it's a, it's a very long, uh, you know, ridiculous sort of effort to get zero up off the floor. So, oh, um, sorry, I almost accidentally left the meeting. <laughs> Um, so once uh, Gaz gets them up, they just come back into the, the room with Zero and just put their hands on her hips. I have an announcement to make, and I am making a motion to put it to the vote to reinstate Zero as captain. True captain. Gonk. What does Gonk say? Gonk. Gonk says that vote is acceptable. However, according to the charter, Captains do get 13 votes. <laughs> oh, so if Gonk is agreeing, that basically means Zero's captain. I would still like to tally the votes. Well, if we're playing by those rules, my vote, because I initiated the charter or whatever, is for 20 votes. For yes. Is that true, Gonk? Gonk. I'm sorry, but Gonk says no. Well, this is our ship, and these are the rules that we get to create. I was not present for a written charter. Where is this document? (laughs) When has it? Within Gonk's database. When when has the charter? Gosh, kind of hits at their arm, right? When you have the charter, and those are the rules. If it ends this conversation, <laughs> sure. 
I want... How am I supposed to have a puppet government now? <laughs> no! I was wondering if I could, like, investigate Gonk more. Sure. What are you, what are you looking for, specifically? Just, like... Why was Gonk so curious about the box besides maybe trying to tell us that the box was broken? Uh... Make a... Yeah, make a... Make a, you know, make a wisdom saving throw. How am I supposed to have a puppet government now? This one has a 12. You know, you know, physically there is nothing apparent about it, but you just, there, there's a feeling in your gut that Gonk was trying to help. I pat Gonk on the, on the top of their little Gonk head. Listen, so... I've been doing some thinking in the past 30 seconds, and I have decided this notion of captains is really, you know, outdated. We should be all, we should all be equals, right? I a say, democracy? yeah, let's institute a democracy where we all just decide on everything together. Who needs a captain? Okay. Yes, that is acceptable to me. I am happy to watch the wheels of democracy turn. I guess whoever is the best suited for whatever situations we're in. So, like, if, if we're piloting, wins captain. If we're flirting, I'm captain. So it works. I, I agree with Gauze. Wynn says, as if pained to say it. <laughs> she just gives him a stink eye, like, what? <laughs> well, and the good news, as Captain Pilot Wynn found out, the ship is flyable, so now we can figure out what to do next. Excellent. How's the paint? Great, great. Seatbelts first. Fantastic. We decided that the new paint color should be seat belts first, yes. I believe I overheard on the comms that you would like to repair the box. Could I perhaps take this opportunity to make amends for my mistake and try to repair it? When, when very quickly holds up a hand. Before you do that, here is the plan that I propose. The ship is still flyable. We could take the ship to one of the off-the-grid smuggler platforms and put it down. We don't repair the box. They don't know we're here, and they don't know we have it. That gives us a little bit of time, maybe a couple hours, to try to figure out what is going on with this box. As soon as we repair it, Whoever hired us will know where we are and know we landed. So we can't go too long or they'll come looking for us angry, but we may have another hour or two before uh, we can reasonably repair the box. If somebody can get us almost to that point, we could maybe repair it on our own terms and send the signal. Yeah, sounds good to me. 
works for me. That sounds also also zero. If we're gonna go poke around on the planet a little bit, uh, we may need you with us. That should be okay. Hopefully the the mud is not. I just don't want to get stuck in the mud. Oh, is all. oh, not here, not here. We're gonna get the ship out of here first. All right, all right. Just as long as we're doing that, I should be good to go. Uh, when when heads towards uh, the cockpit. What we can do is we can leave someone behind while the rest of us poke around. I will stay behind. Uh, I would rather prefer not to have. Uh, thousands of tiny little bugs crawling through my circuitry. That sounds uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Thank you. Perhaps on your time, your uh, time alone on the ship, you could look into this uh, issue we had with the hyperdrive that it decided to pull itself out of hyperspace for some reason. Yes, I will do that. I will also investigate the matter of the untranslatable language further. Excellent. Cool. So, what's uh, what are we doing first, y'all? Uh, Wynn is headed to the cockpit to begin pre-flight maneuvers to uh, attempt to lift the ship out of the mud. Uh, and begin the very slow, careful. Um, light to the nearest uh, off-the-grid landing pad. Okay. That's just a simple uh, pilot check. Let me find my D20. Uh, and that is a, a, a 19. Oh, easy. Uh, luckily, there is a low-key uh, landing area uh, not too far from where you are. You, this isn't necessarily a smuggler place, just a, a place to lie low. There's a couple um bars and cantinas here but mostly non-discreet and it's free landing though the there is a you do know that you don't want to keep anything valuable on the ship unless it's well guarded as uh as wind pulls the ship up and is beginning the the several mile uh quick journey over uh they turn around and say yeah probably best we leave someone on the ship i will defend it with my life. Really? You don't have a life. <laughs> You're... Uh... I will defend it with the artificial simulacrum that resembles a life. You know, I almost prefer the first answer. Well, everybody, that's our show for this week. We really appreciate you listening to us once again. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at, at For Light and Dice. And most importantly, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please do. If you could also leave a review for us, that would be super awesome. And also tell your friends about us. Just a quick reminder, the music used in the show is made by Grishkov. If you haven't listened to their music yet, you really, really should, especially if you're a fan of the High Republic books. It is literally my favorite thing to put on while I'm reading uh, co the comics. And, of course, um, make sure to look for their music online and pay for it because that's what uh, artists deserve, right? 
again thank you so much and looking forward to seeing what our adventurers are up to next week as they wander deeper into now hutta <laughs> <laughs>